In the last days, during the worst time this world will ever see, the ultimate false prophet comes on the scene. The Antichrist is a political leader. The false prophet is a religious leader. The false prophet establishes a new religion around the Antichrist. He makes the Antichrist the center and commands men everywhere to worship him. Today, six things the Bible tells us about the false prophet. Number one, he is a wolf in sheep's clothing. And this shouldn't surprise us. This is how all false teachers and false prophets are. They pretend like they are helpful. A sheep is an animal of sacrifice. They come like they are sacrificing, but really they are a wolf, they are predatory. And that's exactly what the false prophet is. He comes like he wants to help everyone, but he is the ultimate predator. Listen to what it says in Revelation 13, 11 through 18. Then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth. He had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon. The power of the devil is behind him. In the book of Revelation, the devil is called the dragon and the power of the dragon is behind him. So he's really a dragon who is clothed like a lamb. Now horns in the Bible speak of power. So he has two horns like a lamb. So he's got the power of a lamb, but really behind him is the work of the enemy. Number two, he gets his authority from the dragon and his authority is the same as the Antichrist. In Revelation 13, 12, it says, and he exercises all of the authority of the first beast in his presence. The first beast is the Antichrist. The beast coming out of the land is the false prophet. Revelation 13, 2 says, now the beast which I saw was like a leopard. His feet were like the feet of a bear, his mouth like the mouth of a lion. The dragon gave him his power, his throne, and his great authority. So the Antichrist and the false prophet have their authority from the dragon, and it is great authority. The third thing that we learn is that he is a prophet for the beast or for the Antichrist. Listen to what it says in Revelation 13, 12, the second half of the verse, and causes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. This is the Antichrist. And the false prophet comes along after the whole world sees him. This is Satan's answer for the resurrection. He can't resurrect someone from the dead, but instead there is a deadly wound that is healed. And the false prophet uses that to cause the entire world to worship him. The fourth thing that we learn about the false prophet is that he performs great signs. Revelation 13, 13 says, he performs great signs so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of all men. And he deceives those who dwell on the earth by these signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast. So his tool for deceiving all of mankind is miracles. The thing that we need to know about miracles is that they are signs. They show us the way we should go, directions. You remember that the magicians during the life of Moses could copy some of the miracles that he could do. And miracles point us to a truth that can be confirmed. So when we see a miracle, we look to the truth. And if it is not the truth, then we reject the one who works the miracle. Listen to what it says in 2 Thessalonians 2, 9 and 10 about the false prophet. It says, the coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan, with all power, signs, and lying wonders, with all unrighteousness, deception among those who perish, because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. They were persuaded by lying wonders because they did not receive the love of the truth. They did not want to know what the truth was.
1 Thessalonians 5, 21 and 22 tell us, test all things, hold fast to what is good, abstain from every form of evil. So we do have to test things even when there are miracles. The fifth thing that we see the false prophet doing is making an image of the beast, giving it life. Listen to what it says in Revelation 13. Telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived. He was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. Now this sounds an awfully lot like AI. Over the years, technology grows and people think, well, that's the abomination of desolation. That's the beast that speaks in the book of Revelation. And we don't know that all the technology is here now. Remember, we're not quite sure when exactly these things are going to happen. We think that it's close, but we don't know for sure. So that this beast is given breath. It looks like it's alive and then it speaks. Today, there's a lot of hubbub about AI. You can go in, you can ask it questions. It's supposed to be able to make you sermons or write a paper for you or, or answer any question that you have. Now, AI is not as good as what they say it is today, but technology will continue to improve. However, this could be the way that the false prophet gives the beast the ability to talk. However, he's able to do lying wonders like call fire down from heaven. So maybe he makes the image come alive and see who is worshiping him and causes people to be killed. And finally, number six, he causes all people to take a mark. That's right, the false prophet causes people to take the mark, not the beast. Here's what it says in Revelation 13, 16. He causes all, that's the false prophet, both small and great, rich or poor, free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads. And that no one can buy or sell except one who has the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. That is that somehow through a mark on your forehead or the back of your hand, you cannot buy or sell without the mark. If you can't sell, then you're probably not going to be able to make money. If you can't buy, then you're going to starve to death. And so this is forced worship of the beast. Now, three things in closing. The false prophet starts a new world religion. People say that it's the Pope or that it's the Mahdi from Islam. But this is a new secular world religion that worships a living person. That would not happen in Catholicism, nor would it happen in Islam. Number two, miracles point to the truth that can be tested. They are not verification of the truth. When Jesus did his miracles, it pointed to him being the Messiah and the truth that he brought. These miracles are lying wonders and what they point to is a lie. Number three, no wonder when Jesus was asked about the last days, he said, take heed that you are not deceived because many deceivers have gone out into the world and he will be the ultimate deceiver who will deceive the entire world. And we have the responsibility of not being deceived. See you next time on Hot Topics.